All right, so let's start. What is your name? Uh, my name is Kaisuke Iwamoto, but I prefer to my friends to call me Kai. Yeah, because I've always known you as Kai, and I didn't want that was for two reasons so that the people can get learn your name and so that I don't mispronounce it. But I'm just gonna go with Kai. Yeah, fine, <laughs> fine, because you know. Uh, when I introduce myself for the first time to American people, they uh -huh. always Kaiski. That mean that sounds like Russian name to me, and you know I don't want <laughs> my friend to feel bad, so I just say I'm Kai. Kai. And now in the in the league, my official name is Kaiyamoto. Kaiyamoto. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just go with Kai on yep. this. And for anyone, so your if to pronounce your first name is Kaiske. Yeah. Kaiske. You do great. Okay. Did I do okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, so this will be interesting f f because I'm going to learn some of your story as to how you got to where you are now mm -hmm. and the people are too. So like for people listening and watching, me and Kai have been friends for years mm -hmm. now, but he is the first Japanese player, first Asian player, right? I guess of, pure, pure, of Asian, pure Asian. Pure of, Asian. Yeah, of Asian citizenship to play in the MLL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so where did that start? Like where, because I was looking back in your Instagram mm -hmm. and before you, like this has been a long time dream, obviously, but it's been something that you outwardly stated. Like you had a hashtag, be an MLL pro. Oh yeah. Um, and that was a, a few years before you made a roster. Yeah. So w when did it start? So when I was in Japan, I moved to United States and to... Just try to be close oh, to the mic. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I moved to United States, it was... I think it's 2015, around May. Mm -hmm. But before that, the MLL or professional lacrosse player or even playing lacrosse in the United States is not, I can say the word dream, but it's not like real dream. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like wishing type of dream. Yeah. So when I moved to the United States and I just wanted to try, try myself out. Because I had never had a goalie coach in Japan. I just always learned myself from mm -hmm. YouTube or any like lacrosse pages. Then I tried out for the old MLL teams. They had a tryout at that time. I remember the uh, Outlaws is the first one in February. And after the week, I went to Boston. And a couple of weeks later, I went to Ohio. And I think Chesapeake too. Mm -hmm. And... You know, as I said, I just wanted the feedback, how I play, like how, like what kind of evaluation they have on me. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't make any roster in that year, uh, 2016, but I was kind of confident because I, in my opinion, I played really great. Mm -hmm. One scrimmage, I stopped ev literally every single shot. I didn't make <laughs> it though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say the name of the team, but... Yeah, but so you when you came over here, were you really nervous for those MLL tryouts? Like maybe you weren't going to be able to hang? Uh, no, really. Just, I was just so looking for Joe, like playing with, against like, probably one of the best players in the world mm -hmm. or, um, from NCAA, D1 colleges, or like former pros. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it, even in playing, even in, the, even in the tryout, I was just having fun so much. Yeah, well, that's a good attitude. Yeah. And it's worked for you. Um, so you have that dream to play in the MLL, which you've now made happen. What You you started playing lacrosse in high school, right? Yeah, that's probably the earliest age at that time to start playing lacrosse for boys. Uh-huh. So it's, it's impressive in multiple ways. Well, 
countless ways, but if someone started playing lacrosse in ninth grade in the United States and then went to the MLL, that's impressive, really impressive. But that's being able to play in you know one of the mm-hmm. top countries at lacrosse, so being surrounded by talent at a level yeah. that you can get better quickly. You're in Japan, which lacrosse isn't as big over there, so you're kind of behind the eight ball in, in two ways. Wait, it, it was the high school scene competitive there? Are you like? Are there a lot of high school teams? At that time, I don't know how many boys high school teams in Japan right now, but uh, probably less than ten still. But uh, we had at that time, 2002, we had three men's high school teams in whole Japan. Oh my God! And my high school is a private high school, and I don't know how to explain English, but so. My college is Keio University, uh-huh. and Keio University's high school is Keio High School. Is that where you went? Yeah. Okay, so it's like a prep school、oh. for that college. Yes. Okay, and Keio University, for people listening, that's probably the top college team in Japan, or one of. I think one of. It used to be the best of the best.、Uh-huh. Like、they, I think they won national college championship. Like. Ten years, or I, I don't, I don't know, but many、uh-huh. years straight. But now it's more like competitive. That we have like m- many li- rivalry teams. It should be good though.、Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're still one of the top. Yeah, one of the top dogs. So you go to Ko High, high school, school, which but, is prep. Yeah, but as I said, we had only three high men,、uh, boys high, men, men's、uh-huh. high school lacrosse teams in Japan. Yeah, and my high school team was playing against、uh, any other. Like college teams, we we participated in the college lacrosse league. Oh, they still. Yeah. Do do they play against Kyo the college? Uh, yes, one year when there was uh, yeah, junior, we got smoked. Twenty five two. What's the the talent? How much better does the talent get from high school to college? A lot better. Yeah, a lot better. You know, high school. That's high school. Uh huh. Yeah.、So. We don't. We didn't work out a lot so hard,、uh-huh. and you know, college boys are always bigger than us. They more like they have more lacrosse IQs.、Uh-huh. So they're more experienced too. Because、yeah. uh, lots of players at K University, they probably half of them played in Ko High School too. Oh, okay. So it's a big, pretty much. Does a high percentage of the students from Ko go to Ko University? Yeah, all of them, pretty much. Most. Like most, most likely, yeah. Like JV versus varsity in the United、uh-huh. States. Yeah. So、uh, actually, just jumping back in time,、mm-hmm. just so that people listening can understand the lacrosse scene in Japan.、Mm-hmm. There's not really youth lacrosse, right? No.、Uh, they kind of started establishing, but so there's some a some few youth, clubs and youth like clubs you,、teams. I've been a part of it a little bit, but、mm-hmm. we've gone around to、yeah. schools, elementary schools, and tried to teach the sport、yes. and introduce them to it. But so most of the teams. Don't use、uh, any lacrosse protection. So it's just、uh, kids stick、uh, with、okay. a softball. Yeah, it's more of like a recreational.、Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's the youth scene in Japan, which I mean, you're one of the people who's working to grow the sport, but、They're、trying to. Yeah. When you were a kid, there was no youth. No lacrosse. So I have, I I don't I didn't even know the word. Yeah. So I I was reading an article. Uh, that someone had interviewed you. So your friend asked you to come out and watch a practice, like when you started playing. Oh yeah, one of my friend from junior high school, Ko Junior High,、uh, Ko、uh-huh. Junior High School. Yeah,、uh, we were friends at the time, and he asked me to come to the practice. And then 
Did you know what it was? No, I was like just <laughs> with a like butter looks like the, a stick looks like a butterfly net yeah. and throwing a ball. That that's all what I knew. At yeah, that time. that's fascinating yeah. because there are people here who start in the United States at, in ninth grade, but yeah. most of them I would assume know what the mm -hmm. sport is. They at least they might have seen it before. Yeah, exactly. So you're now an MLL player who didn't know what lacrosse was until ninth grade. Yes. <laughs> Which, another level of it mm -hmm. being impressive. Um, and this is a question that I, I don't know the answer to. What's the commitment um, and time uh, for college, like at Keio University, how much lacrosse did you play? Uh, so we had five days practice five-day practice in a week and two days off at that time Monday Tuesday, no Tuesday Wednesday practice from 7:15 to around 10 30 or 11 until our clusters Wow. depends on depends so you, on player though yeah but you're it depends on like like how they take classes oh okay yeah yeah, yeah okay so you some, can some some of them leave earlier yeah yeah okay um, that's a, a lot of time though that's like a division one team yeah, but because you know, we start, we usually start playing lacrosse in college, and we won't. Most of the play, most of the players are dreaming about playing against any other countries in the world games. Uh -huh. They have to catch up in four years. Yeah, no, I know. They, they want. Yeah, and having been over there a lot, the the level of skill, given the fact that you don't start until ninth grade, is pretty crazy. Like yeah. the stick skills, on average, I don't know what the Japanese players or mm -hmm. coaches are doing, but it's working. And I yeah. know that t one theme that I've noticed in all the Japanese players is that they're very receptive to coaching yeah. and they really implement it like right away. Like I would give some advice then I'd see the person like on the wall mm -hmm. working on it right after the, the practice. That's probably a good part of a Japanese culture, I believe. Yeah, okay, so it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, just that willingness to um, listen and absorb mm -hmm. information I feel like and no hate to us Americans but we're not too good at that <laughs> uh, I wouldn't answer that <laughs> yeah no comment from you um, yeah so let's talk so that's your journey you go from a high school having not heard of lacrosse mm -hmm. to Keough to the United States so you get here in 2015 15 when you got off the plane were you thinking I want to play in the MLL uh, no really I just wanted to make friends from playing across by playing uh -huh. across because I knew some guys from the United States uh, who came over to Japan to play lacrosse and we got we got to know each other and became really good friends mm -hmm. and the reason why I came to the United States is to study English yeah okay you went to Portland right yes to go to uh, language school uh -huh. at that time I didn't know what make sense means yeah <laughs> well your English is is really good now and yeah I have good American friends yeah they well, teach me some English words yeah it's it's impressive especially since you didn't know until mm -hmm. you didn't start studying until 2015 and I've been to Japan you know five times now and I can't I can only say please how do I refill my beer <laughs> yeah like I know how you feel after studying English I kind of realized Jap learning Japanese is probably one of the hardest thing mm, okay that makes me feel yeah. better about not having taken the dive it's it's pretty much harder than studying English okay good I like how you're encouraging mm -hmm. me um, 
So you get over here, you just wanted to make friends. Yeah, lacrosse was just a tool to make friends. And, and yeah, I played a couple of scrimmages, an open tournament in, Port, uh, in Oregon. It's not Portland. And then I feel like I want, I want to try to improve myself more. Mm -hmm. Then I started thinking about MLL. Yeah, and you, like I, I mentioned earlier, you were actually hashtagging be an MLL yeah. pro. <laughs> Trying to catch attention, people's attention. <laughs> yeah, well, you did, and it worked. But it's just, you know, a lot of people, I think, would hesitate to put their dreams out mm -hmm. there like that. Especially probably Japanese people. He, yeah, and um, you did it and then accomplished that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't make the MLL, I feel like some people would shy away from mm -hmm. stating it like that. So when I was going back on your Instagram feed, it was so cool to see, like oh, I went you. to the I went to the beginning mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, you were at the 2015 MLL All Star Game, and then 2006. Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, was that in San Jose or uh, no, uh, Orange or, County? Orange County, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there was a picture of me, us meeting. Yeah. And then I think soon thereafter in 2016 is when I saw the hashtag BNMLL yeah. Pro. And then you go, you know, the next year, mm -hmm. try out. The next year, you make an MLL team. And then the, ne the next year, you win an MLL championship. So, I mean, it's, it's, it was a cool, that's, I can appre appreciate Instagram mm -hmm. in this regard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, totally I right. saw your evolution, which is, yeah. like, really cool, especially having known you mm -hmm. since then. Um, because I'm not that kind of a guy who is, like, like, secretly dreaming and keep motivating myself. Uh-huh. So, I put the word or make made a hashtag myself to keep motivating me yeah to, to keep yourself My, myself yes yeah and you you know I, I don't have anything in my past that like i <laughs> i, I, I keep it on instagram though <laughs> well you know, i keep it to myself though mm -hmm. like certain goals um it's almost like the larger your goal is the more you want to keep it to yourself because it comes with the risk that you might not get yeah. it so you set the bar as high as possible and hashtagged it and then did it. So it's like you really get the, yeah. you get the stamp. Another reason is probably, as I said, it had been my kind of unreal dream. Mm -hmm. When you were back in Japan. Yeah. And then once you came here, it became tangible. Still unreal before I tried it on myself. Uh -huh. So I was like, if it's super real realistic to me, I don't know if I had done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was well, I'm thankful for Instagram and <laughs> for that. It's a short list of things that I'm thankful mm -hmm. for social media for, but that's definitely on. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk about when you arrived. Oh, you went to the casino last night, right? Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I I'm not addicted to gambling, <laughs> but you know, I I think back to 2016, I went to Lake Tahoe tournament. Uh huh. And I, I was going to try every, get every money, every single money back for the tournament. Yeah. And so you you just wanted to cover the fees. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't I don't need any more than that. And that's hilarious yeah. that you just uh, you you immediately went. I'm not addicted to gambling. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. But last night you were saying yeah. you wanted to play blackjack to win enough money to for the Hawaii tournament. Oh yeah, sometimes that works. Yeah. So that's. In for lacrosse people listening, that's the most respectable form of gambling. Doing it to cover <laughs> yeah, playing, playing fees. for, for lacrosse all the <laughs> time. And at the time, I won like two thousand bucks in one night from blackjack, and then I could go to Hawaii that year. Yeah, that's amazing. Other people do GoFundMe or internet raise mm -hmm. money. You just hit the casino. 
Yeah. And last I, night you went up 250. If people say probably I should work myself, but I cannot do this in the United States, so I <laughs> kind of trying to figure out myself how <laughs> okay, to so fundraise myself. Yeah, let's get let's get into that. Um, your arrival in the United States. Were, um, were you in terms of lacrosse? Were you did you find people friendly and receptive and in the United States? Yeah, like I know that you now have a lot of close friends that you mm -hmm. met via lacrosse. Were people pretty receptive or uh, welcoming to you? Yeah. Yeah, in Portland, in California, or of course in Denver, I mean, like, lots of players from East Coast, like, every single one I've ever met was so, was so nice to me. Probably because of lacrosse society or lacrosse culture, I'm not pretty sure, but I don't know about all the people, including you, of course. Uh-oh. Uh, all, all nice. All okay. nice and so kind. <laughs> and so fun. Yeah, I mean... Well, you know what I mean. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've had many, many good trips and nights out, and I feel like that is, is it the Japanese Lacrosse Association that their motto is lacrosse makes friends? Yes, yes. Such a simple motto, but like really becomes obvious with like yeah, a relationship to, like, yeah, to like, me. yeah, and to, like you coming over here for lacrosse and yeah. then making all these friends. We could feel in Japan still, uh, from I was I was born in Tokyo and raised in Tokyo, mm -hmm. and I have lots of friends from all over Japan. Mm -hmm. But you know, we have same language. We mm -hmm. speak same language, so it's way easier. But when I w go to different countries, including ca here, Canada, or anywhere else, I I feel more like lacrosse makes friends is so real, mm -hmm, and yeah. I always feel like what small world it is. Yeah, I mean that's. When I was thinking about that as a motto, when I was over in Japan, you can try to, you know, describe why the, for me that those trips are so special, mm -hmm. etc. But that that phrase kind of is the most condensed way mm -hmm. of saying why it's special, because now I have you and countless other friends over there that I met through lacrosse that like yeah. we wouldn't have met. So I could ramble on about. And they yeah, all love I you. I know. <laughs> I could try, and I love them back. I mean, yeah. Japanese people, if you want to talk about receptive, when I go over there, mm -hmm. they're always so welcoming and definitely, on average, way more friendly than Americans. That's why I was curious to get your take on, like, when you came over mm -hmm. here, were people receptive? And I'm sure... Probably because you're, you, not are, you were so unreal to us. Because probably lots of, probably more than 90% of lacrosse players in Japan was watching were watching the streaking YouTube mm -hmm. or Instagram or whatever and they saw your stick skills and it was unreal. Well, and I then you came to Japan, like they're probably like meeting like president or wizard <laughs> or whatever. That's like that's superhero. shocking to get the <laughs> to get the comparison. But no, I'm I'm when I go over there I definitely sense that like um, people are consuming a lot of lacrosse content yeah. from the US because they're all like you said they're familiar with the shrinking videos and wall ball and then anybody that I've taken over there taken over there that I've gone over there with mm -hmm. um, uh, players knew who they were right there yeah. they're aware of uh, who's who so they're it's they uh, Japanese players follow uh, like the American scene like the yes. MLL NLL PLL they're watching mm -hmm. probably as much as they, they can I think 
now we have ESPN player and we and uh, LSN. Uh -huh. They can watch most of the games of the MLL. So, but they they, they I don't think they can watch all the NCAA ga college games uh -huh. and other pro games. So that's the point. We and I, I probably we and I they, they and I mm -hmm. want to improve or work on that. Yeah, try to figure out how to watch yeah. them. Yeah. Um, shoot, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. So what's the perception? Like, what do people think about lacrosse as a sport in Japan? You know, um, you know how in the United States sometimes it gets the reputation that it's northeast, mm -hmm. um, rich prep school. What In Japan, is it like... What what's the reputation of the sport? Uh, it's. I don't think it's like a rich sport or uh -huh. like any other sport. Like you, you know, we don't have like we have only Japanese there, so uh -huh. it's like any races there. But it's just like college sports in Japan, basically. But I heard I read a, uh, I read a Japanese business magazine type of thing, mm -hmm. and it says so lacrosse people are so. Like highly recommended to be recruited to really uh, to be hired. Yeah, like they're good employees. Yeah, because they can wake up really early because we have to because uh -huh. we don't have many fields and much time to use a field. Oh, so like your practices and things because lacrosse is a more fringe sport. Yeah, you have to be the early slot, the early like time. Like hockey team, soccer team. Soccer is probably the one most popular sport in Japan. So uh -huh. and football. They have more power in the uh, in the like athletic society, so the association in each college. So, so they use the field the, <laughs> their best time. Uh -huh. So the <laughs> the time left for us was like super early morning. Ah. But in my case, at that time, my college didn't give us any fields to use for us. So our team practiced by the river. By like the there river. Is a, like a public field there. Uh huh. It's is it grass? No, it's not even grass. Is it dirt? Dirt. Is it like is it at least groomed or is it like a, a riverbed? Uh, is, it, is it cleared out? <laughs> mostly, but as I said, it's by the river, and yeah. we have a typhoon seasons. After the typhoon comes to uh -huh. Japan, it's all gone. Wait, so the typhoon just wipes out? Wipes the... them out or dig them out? <laughs> on there. So this is just adding to how impressive your journey has been. <laughs> you started on a, a riverside field that got wiped out by typhoons and now you're Yeah, I was living the by the field at the <laughs> time and I went to check the field out after typhoon go heaven's gone uh -huh. and I saw the dead fish on the field. I was like, oh, so we don't have practice today. <laughs> so the, the fish overflowed from the river overflowed and was dead on the field. Dead on the field. Wow. I mean, it, it's... It's just such like an impressive story that you have <laughs> that it's like these are amazing details. Yeah, um, one of them. <laughs> is it? Do they have better field of like now? Are they getting yeah, better yeah. field times? They, the, my college, m made a field for like all the club teams in college, and I think we can they they can use still really early morning though. Top field right now. Is that the one that's surrounded by buildings? Uh, it's got building. I think I I. You were there? I think I went to a Keo University clinic, I think, mm -hmm. and we were practicing with them. Me, Joey Sankey, and Scott Ratliff. 
Or was I that think, at a different I wasn't there, but you know, there is a there is a white building like right next to the station, just across the, uh, across the street and the right side, next to the hill. Is it might have been? I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to confuse you. I do remember early mornings though, after some fun nights out in Tokyo, and they'd be like, "Well, our clinic is at 7 a.m." <laughs> so, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I had you win there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know the early trouble. time slots hurt too. <laughs> Um, all right, so is there any reason you wear number 16, or is that? Uh, so my birthday is May 16th, so I was using two because I really love Jesse Schwartzman from Johns Hopkins, back Jack Johns Hopkins. I watched their championship video from 2005 and seven. Mm, when, they, yeah. when Johns Hopkins won it? Yes. Uh-huh. He was on fire. <laughs> and I was like, I, I want to put his number on me. And I, I was using chill, but... Does he know that you wear it because of him? No, I, uh, I haven't, well, I haven't met him before. Denver Denver Outlaws, great goal. Didn't they retire? As, I mean, he's, he's, he's a legend retired, in the Yeah, like after 2014 or 15. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. You, you should meet him eventually. I think he'd yeah, be honored. Yeah, I want to. I really up to. Yeah. Um, and then I came to the United States. I want to change something. After I made a roster of the uh-huh. Denver Outlaws, I want to change something. And I had a younger brother, and he passed uh, passed away uh, when he was 15. So oh, really? 16 is a number he couldn't reach. Oh, okay. That adds a, so kind a of, deep meaning. Yeah. yeah. So okay, that wow. he's one of my motivation to keep playing across because uh-huh. I want to, I want him to be proud of my, me. Uh-huh. And when I'm I sure see him be. again, yeah, I'm I I would say like, yeah, I did, I did what I could in my life. Mm-hmm. That's and a, yeah, so sixteen is kind of, I could have, yeah, I could have fifteen, but we we had Eric go there uh-huh. and. You know, 15 is what he reached out. So 16 yep. is like kind of chasing. Yes. That, that, chasing that a passing yeah, for yeah. the next step. Wow, so. that's a, a really cool, you know, some people don't have reasons that they wear their number or, but that's a pretty deep meaning. That Sometimes they don't have any reason to put numbers, but me, like, me. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm sure your brother would be proud. I mean, how could he Hopefully. not be? You, <laughs> you're you're, <laughs> no, kind, you're yeah. kind of doing it. Yeah, I want him to be proud of me. me on the field, uh-huh. on the field, maybe now. <laughs> um, he he might be. Uh-huh, I'm yeah. having fun. Well, I think you're an honorable yeah. man. So, um, let's go. So, this is a something that you we had talked about, but is is an interesting. So, like in Japan, there's a lot of pressure to chase like a traditional safe career, right? Like to do. Yeah a businessman jo- type mm-hmm. of job um, and in the United States there's that pressure too you know mm-hmm. if you but it might be the best yeah that's what I mean like Japan has a far more mm-hmm. a lot more pressure to go into one of those reliable mm-hmm. well-paying careers um, and you said that that makes coming over here to play lacrosse harder yeah. because you know I mean it's no secret the salaries in lacrosse aren't super high it's risky you don't know if you're going to make the team like what what was that process like deciding to to chase the MLL uh so for 
fortunately, my dad told me to study English in the United States, not in Japan, because、mm. you know I might be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm I'm so I'm so fortunate. So I have I have good parents here、uh, in Japan, but for other Japanese players, if they want to come to United States, they have to like save their money, work harder than others, and have fun. They can they cannot go out much because、mm-hmm. they have to save the money. And if, once they quit the job and come to United States, chase the dream, and if they, yeah, either if they make or they don't make. When they come back to Japan, probably for the interview, job interview, they might be asked, like, "So, what did you do in last one year?、Uh-huh. You didn't work." So, I went to United States for playing across.、Mm-hmm. Okay, and they might not get. Yeah, they, yeah, it's safer to say I used to work at. Yeah. Here. Maybe. So,、Good. so it's. Like there, there were. It's a harder decision for you to come over and chase it、yeah. than it would be for an American to go chase something in a different country because I, honestly, I don't like that kind of culture in, in Japan because、mm-hmm. you know what, like, this how, is my life.、Yeah. I want to do whatever I want.、Uh-huh. I want to be. Fr- I'm free, but I, I want to be more free because、uh-huh. you know I'm not living for any other person. I'm、yeah. living for myself. Uh-huh. And people think, okay, Kai, what are you doing? He, he, there is a guy who is like th- over thirty year old and playing across in the United States, not getting much money.、Mm-hmm. And you know what he's doing? I don't like that kind of talking. Yeah,、and、I mean we've the, <laughs> I we've chatted about yeah, yeah we've <laughs> chatted about this before, but yeah, you you've said that you empath like you like the excuse me the. American attitude,、mm-hmm. more like that freedom to kind of and respect others. Yeah, and respect that someone wants to chase something、mm-hmm. that's not necessarily going to be too lucrative to make too much money. Yeah. Because、um, so、here's the funny thing. So if I spe- talk to someone in the United States, I'm playing lacrosse here. Come, come closer. To the yeah. Sorry. If yeah, I sorry, if I talk to someone in the United States, any lacrosse players, any other people, like I'm playing lacrosse in the United States professionally. I'm not getting paid much, but you know. I'm having fun so much because I'm doing what I love, and the American people say, "Oh, that's great, that's nice.、Uh, keep, keep doing it or、like, motivate, saying something motivational."、Uh-huh. But in Japan, if I say someone like I don't know what fast met, fast、uh-huh. meet, I'm playing across in the United States and I'm not getting paid much, but you know I'm I love what I'm doing. And people say like, people might say like, "So are you okay?"、So, you know, after. You quit playing lacrosse. What would you do? Like there is like two years, three years, whole the time you you do nothing to get paid enough.、Uh-huh. So、yeah. what kind of reputation you have?、Like? Uh-huh. But you don't worry about that. I don't. I don't、But、want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you make a an interesting point. So when you arrived in the United States, did you already have that feeling or? Has living in the United States made you embrace that freedom? That you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Ha- have you embraced that more since coming to the United States because that's closer to our culture? Or yes,、okay. yes, I'm probably that kind of person. Uh huh. So you were like that all along. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's probably why you fit in so well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Feeling <laughs>、yeah. more comfortable to live here more than in Japan. Yeah, but again, it just adds to the like how. What a a challenging road you've had to come over and do this. Like the social pressures,、mm-hmm. 
to not do it are pretty high. But yeah, yeah, you, you, I know. <laughs> clearly, you were the person who was going to go and chase it all along. That's why I didn't post any, any pictures from the casino last night, <laughs> just in case. Well, you, you earned about. Yeah, but I, I never felt it's a challenge or it's pretty hard to do to keep chasing my dream. Because、mm -hmm. my, uh, my, my motto, I, I think I. Got interviewed before by some other guys, and、mm -hmm. they said that they, I'm always trying to have fun because lacrosse is probably the best sport I've ever played. Not probably, absolutely the best sport I've ever <laughs> played. And I love, I love playing lacrosse and watching lacrosse and get involved in lacrosse so much. So anything about lacrosse is, you know, for me, it's not a challenge, it's just having fun.、Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's, you know, that's a, the attitude that you need to have, I think, to keep. Ideally. Like, once it becomes work, it, you're not going to last, right?、Mm -hmm. So you're、yeah. always having fun and you're, it's working for you. You're, how old are you? 33? Three. I mean, I can't, I'm already out of the game. I'm 29, <laughs> I couldn't make it. So it, it began to feel a little bit like work for me. I studied later、huh? than you. I studied later than you. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. And you're also, you know, th the other side of that is that maybe I just,、uh, Someone took my spot. <laughs> This isn't fun because I'm no longer playing、mm -hmm. as much. But it was a combination of it became,、yeah. you know, I was chasing other things. So you're still, and you're, so, you're also, you're really knowledgeable about lacrosse. Like you know more than me.、Um, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you knew about all these international changes and、oh, these、yeah. tournaments coming up. And then you had analysis about, I mean, we got into a brief discussion about the MLL and the PLL. And you were saying that the PLL with the smaller field, that's why the team that. I want to talk about this? Well, <laughs> you were just saying, I'm just, we won't get into it because I don't want to muddy the waters.、Yeah. But, up to you. Well, you were just saying that the team, one particular PLL team that had a lot of Canadians was doing so much better because of the condensed field and shot clock. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's obvious now that you said it, but I had never thought of it. Um, so, I'm just saying, like, you have an, an analytical lacrosse. You really love the sport. Yeah, probably not my thing, probably Japanese thing, maybe, because they, <laughs> they really wanted information, like any kinds of information about lacrosse. Yeah. I think I have lots of friends who are watching all the Instagrams about lacrosse. Not all, like most of the、uh -huh. like, popular ones. Yep. And they're checking all the highlights from the PLL, MLL, NCAA College. I know some guys. Who are not playing right now? I think he, one of them is just analyst. For, used to be for college team. For, yeah, he's now he's working for the one girls lacrosse team in Japan. He knows more than me about lacrosse. He's got all the knowledge. Yeah, he's like,、uh, you, Kai, do you know the guy from Duke number one band? His plays, blah, blah, blah. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the United States watching probably all the games, but. I don't know. Yeah, so there's some people who are even more. Yeah, more probably lacrosse nerds. Yeah, lacrosse nerds or lacrosse rats, as we、La、call、crosse、them. And that nerds, sounds、yeah. derogatory, but it's, it just means someone who like, loves yeah, lacrosse. Yeah, so much. Loves everything related to the culture.、Um, what about. So the, the cultures of Japan and the United States are, are. I mean, there's crossover, but they're very different. Yeah,、um, I feel that. How do you think that reflects in the way the Japanese play the sport? Because、um, when I watch,、mm -hmm. I think they're so sk technically skilled. And when you watch the offense run, it's like a, it's like a machine.、Mm -hmm. like、it's, 
Yeah. And but in a way, it it can become like predictable. So like when you watch a Canadian offense play, sometimes they're unpredictable, and that's good. So a really good yes. team is like cons- or, uh, consistent and um, disciplined, but also has a level of we can be creative. So yeah. What what do you think about the Japanese team? Or Japanese lacrosse in general. So as you said, they are so they know the strategy. Mm-hmm. They they made themselves, and they move as they coaches want. But I think it works only works in Japan, because there is. I think you might you might have seen, but uh, there is not as many as contact the United States lacrosse team. Not have. as much hitting. No hitting. Mm-hmm. Not, not no, but ground ball just just, just like during the yard sales. Mm-hmm. Nobody tackling people. Why why is that? Why don't? I is don't that know. like they a, respect others in a bad way too? Uh, so I don't want to get too in much car. Res- yeah, <laughs> he's he's a oppos- uh, opponent team, but he's a friend of the field. Uh huh. They maybe I I don't know. Yeah, or you're just they don't want to get into trouble themselves after yep. hit they. Something might happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And like I said, that is reflected in the general culture of Japan because you guys are so much more reverent and polite and considerate of others mm-hmm. off the field. Yeah. Like, and that that's obvious, right, when you get off the plane. I lost my, uh, I forget, I was with, uh, I think, Connor Gately and I think Fowler, maybe a few other guys, but I lost my passport on a bus at uh, either Narita or Haneda, one of the two. Yeah, 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 I know that. Yeah. yeah, and, oh yeah, you were there. I, think. I was there. I think you yeah, met us. And I left it on a bus that connected terminals. So, I mean, I, I was thinking, compared to JFK, if you lost your passport on a bus at JFK, no one's returning it. Someone's probably stealing it mm-hmm. to counterfeit or use it for some something illegal. It, at In Japan, I went to the gate that I was supposed to fly out of to tell them that I lost my passport, and my passport was there waiting. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, this is phenomenal. <laughs> like, what could have been catastrophic? I wouldn't have been able yeah. to travel or whatever, and they had it waiting for me. So right away, like right when you land, you're like, okay, this is a different place. Yeah. But the, that reverence, yeah. I think, bleeds over onto the lacrosse field sometimes. Like you yeah. said, like a little bit less violent. Um, and I think, like... Ken, what's Ken's last name? Uh, Ikegawa. Ken Ikegawa, yeah. He's, uh, for anyone listening or watching, he's a Japanese attackman who's, I mean, he's got some of the best stick skills you've... Yeah, he's Japanese Matt Gibson. He's incredible. Yeah. Like, I remember when I first met him, I knew right away that this guy was like, he was doing things with his stick that yeah. were so impressive. So, like, there is a definite level of, like, skill I do among the so, Japanese yeah. players. No balls are being mm-hmm. dropped, no... But you think that there's just a, a little bit less contact and that, yeah. you, you think that holds them back a little bit? That's how they sometimes struggle when they play against other countries' teams. So they, they will catch up after one game, a couple of games. Yep. But every single time they play against American teams, like even, even if the American teams are not as skillful as Japanese lacrosse team uh-huh. or they are not the best team, they still struggle for the physical physical problem uh-huh. by phys- physical problems, and yeah. then after the after they catch up, but you know, I've seen that kind of games like, for 15 years. Uh huh. Yeah. 
They well, shoot it's, a lot. And it's also probably as the sport gets better. Yeah. You know, if you're playing a team, it's just, I think as the, the skill and the level of play get better, physicality mm-hmm. is a part of that. So I think, you know, Japan's only going to continue to get better. And yeah. I think, like I said, it's, it's so impressive, the level of skill. Yeah. Considering how short of time people have played the sport. You know, they look like... Yeah. Like, After four years... They got it so much better. Uh huh. Um, Kenny was, Kenny was my Kenny is my age, like same class, different uh-huh. college though. So we play each, we play together for the uh, under twenty one Japanese national team. Mm-hmm. At that time, he has already got his skills. Really, it's impressive. Yeah. So he's just born with really good hands. Yeah, he's super open minded. Uh huh. And he watched he watched the YouTube and he practiced himself. A couple of days later, he gets hit. He gets he gets the skill. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at the floater. Yeah, that was uh, something that he did it when we scrimmaged with him. He scored. Yeah, yeah, I, can't, yeah, I, I can't do I that. I saw that. So yeah. I, I was hoping that he was going to do it in the game. Um, all right. It's uh, I know that you were the, the Olympics. They're changing the rules, right? Yeah. They're, they're making less players. Yeah, six uh, players on the field, twelve players on the box. On the roster, I think. And then no face-offs, right? Uh, face-off, only the beginning of the quarter. Okay, okay. I think. so four face-offs. Probably four it, face-offs. So is Japan going to have an Olympic team? Like, how does that process work? I'm not pretty sure, but I, I think they will send a team to the United States for uh, Los Angeles Olympics 2028. Uh-huh. Do you want to play? I'll be 42. You can, I mean... I might come watch. Yeah, you've still got a... <laughs> I hope I live in the, uh, Los Angeles at that time and having is, fun there. Is your... Uh, are you looking to live in the United States? Yeah, trying to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wish I wish I had been born in the United States. Mm-hmm. You wish that you'd been born here? I wish I had been born here. No, but you, you've got two cultures now to refer... You yeah. have a, a wisdom of no, two... No, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm meaning like... I was I, I wish I had been born in the United States and oh. moved to Japan so and that you'd knew have, the culture like for, for the citizenship. Yeah, because no, no. So no offense, but Japan has a better better food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a fact. Yeah, ramen, sushi. Yeah. I took I took you to Japanese food last night. And I it was, was good. It was it, good. You're you're lying. I know. It no, was, no, no. Was it okay? Yeah, I love the sushi uh, sushi bowl. Okay, it was I, really I, good. Thought, I thought maybe you were just being nice because um, I've had some. Tokyo Japanese food that's just you know I didn't have me. super high expectations so <laughs> yeah, the bar was set real low okay good I'm but glad still way harder way higher than yeah that. I'm glad it, the bar was set yeah. low um, alright so you are like after you're gonna keep playing as long as you can right in the MLL trying to yeah, yeah but you're gonna be moving to Portland right to, to work there yeah so for my dad's business yeah so uh, are you gonna be so busy that you can't do lacrosse stuff or are you gonna try to get involved in the lacrosse scene there I trying to because I was working for Johnson & Johnson one of the busiest companies to work in, the, in Japan I worked like 29 days in the month like I woke up at 5 a.m. went to bed 3, 3 a.m. I said mm-hmm. 5 a.m. yeah 5 a.m. to 3 a.m. and you I still played lacrosse at the time, so as long as I think I feel like I'm having fun, mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah, I think you should. You've got the you've got the spirit for it. On a side note, you know that natto stuff, natto. 
Oh, the one Ferment I forced you to eat? Yeah, fermented soybeans. Yeah. So it just popped into my head. But <laughs> my most, one of the most favorite food. Probably yeah. my last meal in my life. So speaking of the differences between Japanese and American food, natto is something that I, ca I can barely go near it. And it <laughs> the smell is it's fermented soybeans. But the way that you eat it is with inhalation. You, you just like, it's gone. You just suck it down. Yeah, it's gone. With <laughs> white rice, it's really good. <laughs> So, I mean, this is a total, this has nothing to do with lacrosse, <laughs> but that reverence and polite nature yeah. in Japan, it doesn't really cross into uh, how quickly you eat or the, the slurping of, of yeah. ramen and you kind of, ramen, it's, soba, it's kind, noodles. Yeah, it's kind of like with your noodles and some stuff, you just swallow you're, it. Yeah, you're just taking it down. Yeah. Whereas if you did that in America, it'd be like, what are you doing, man? So you guys, that, that, I, I appreciate that rule or that, <laughs> that tradition <laughs> because you know we work you know the we are busy mm -hmm. in Japan like Japanese people are so busy so you got to eat fast Is yeah that... especially when I was working for the Japanese company oh wow after I changed the job I, I had more time like one hour for lunch uh-huh super strict so I had subway sandwich in 10 minutes and went to the gym and worked out for 15 minutes. That's that's how I got that kind really? of skill. Yeah, that's I want to make my, my uh, make a time. Uh huh. Yeah, it makes you regimented. Yeah. Wow, I never thought about the time. You know, I thought it was just a preference mm -hmm. to uh, eat those not eat the no, natto. No, with really. one. <laughs> you, you just you, you can, just you're getting you it out of the way. You slowly and taste it. It's hilarious. After work, you have much time. Uh -huh. You can go to the gym and hang out with your friends as. Like a, as much as you want. Yeah. But in Japan, if you're working and your boss comes to you and he asks you to go out, grab beer with him, uh -huh. there is no answer but yes. Yeah. Okay. So you told me this last night and I think it's, I mean, I don't, it's unique. When you're out with your boss, if he asks you to go out and have a few beers or drinks, you have to go. Not Basically. A not a terrible rule, but also one that could be problematic over here like that yeah. that wouldn't fly even even here you're busy you have to go like for two hours ah so you just show face and yeah. then you can leave and you said that when you're pouring your boss his beer you go Lab it up. right hand label up uh i don't know which hands go but it's way, label but up yeah label up all the time okay. otherwise it's in white so you take up so if anyone out there is ever going to be yeah. pouring beer for a japanese businessman label up and do you up. have to pour his beers? Does he ever pour the beer for you? Is that a rule? Uh, depends on the boss, but okay. if he is super classic type of boss. You have to pour? Yeah. And wow. the thing is, he doesn't ask you to pour. He's yeah. just waiting. You just have to do yeah. it. It's, that is, I, must be good to be I'm a boss. Drinking, getting kind of drunk, <laughs> but still checking all the bosses' glasses. And sometimes <laughs> I have to order. Uh, what do you want, sir? Okay, beer. What do you want, sir? Wine. Red or white? Okay. Wow. Stop. So you you want to be the boss over there? That way you can just no. I don't want to be that kind of boss. I want to just go free. Yeah, I'm with do you. Do whatever oh, they trust want. Trust me, I'm with you. Yeah. But I'm saying if you have to wear a suit, be wearing a suit and be the guy who yeah gets the beers poured. Yeah, usually yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's back to lacrosse. Yeah. Um, although I, that was some good combo. Um, the you won the MLL championship. Yeah. Last okay. year. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I won. Yes. Um, so what was that like? Just as a general, that that's like the l dream coming true, right? Yeah. I mean, you've reached the 
every single stuff happened last year was unreal dream to me so i was going to try out to make a roster so the beginning i just like what i'm just a usual type of guy like i want i want the outlaws gear myself i want to be the i want to be on the roster like what kind of roster i don't care what kind of roster it is like practice or active or whatever i made a practice roster and the coaches got uh, put me on the roster, active roster as a backup couple of games and i felt like oh this is better feeling than being on the practice squad mm-hmm. and then i the coaches let me play one game thanks for the wild games last year in israel mm-hmm. i played a game it was so unreal too mm-hmm. so i was just re- living in a dream and we won the championship coaches put me on the, uh, get me dressed too mm-hmm. for the other backup it was uh, probably the one of the best moment in my whole life including my future mm-hmm. I was so happy and I love I love all the players on the outlaws mm-hmm. yeah I was gonna ask that they they were really welcoming to you I know you're close friends with yeah I mean, we were in Japan with Mike Simon Bocklets yes um, and other players are so nice too so before the game I played a game Ju- July 22nd last year it was fast game mm-hmm. and lots of my friends including outlaws guys call- called me or text me like how I should be like just be yourself or mm-hmm. you know I know you can do it it was so that's so good that's so amazing yeah that is I mean I can't say it enough that just the journey from you texted me too to yeah well i remember it was like uh just meeting you up yeah. to that point was like wow that he did it um and then winning the title i mean it's hard to win an mlf championship yeah I know. yeah a lot of people try to you know don't have one and i got one ring right now yeah so maybe you'll get another one yeah hopefully um i was just wondering what so there's like a men's club scene in japan yes Shout out the Steelers. Um, yeah, let's go Steelers. <laughs> um, what is that like? Like, uh, how many teams are there? Is it really competitive? Uh, so, in Tokyo, we have like tens of teams, but there are two leagues, which is, one is Champions League. It's called the Champions League or Champions League, mm-hmm. and the league the Steelers playing for playing for. And the other league is called the Fun League, mm-hmm. as its name, just playing, playing across for fun. For fun, they yeah. Got right to the point with that. They have a championship, but still, uh-huh. like they don't practice much. Probably once in a week, uh-huh. or just a game week. Yeah. But Champions League is more competitive, and they have like six. No, I don't know. About nine, eight, nine teams right mm-hmm. now, and two divisions, and it's kind of competitive Steelers is always playing really great and there is a Falcon the club uh, team Falcons, Falcons yeah. they have lots of Japanese national team players mm-hmm. and they have been winning the championship for 11 years straight really yeah oh my the first time they won a championship was playing against me in KU, I went. I went there was in KU University. Really? I wanted. And they've to stop. won ever since. Yeah, ever since. I wanted to stop them. That's why I, my friends, including Ken uh-huh. and I, established the Steelers uh-huh. to beat them. Yeah, but never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. So, 
When is that season? What part of the year? Uh, the end of mid mid December. The mid club league club team league in Tokyo starts around June July, mm -hmm. and the the club, Tokyo club team league ends around September. And mm -hmm. they have a club national national club team championship, and then very end of the year they play. They have like national championship, the club teams and the colleges. Mm -hmm. um, is the is it looking like uh, the Falcons are going to keep winning and winning, or is it has it been close recently? Uh, this year, Steelers are doing a very good job. So we have won against them a couple of times in the league mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Not this year, but this year they lost by one. For the first game, mm -hmm. the second game they got tied. Oh, okay. So that means so they the, can yeah. doing better. Yeah, there's a chance to see. Yeah. Um, how would you like just your style as a goalie? What? How would you describe yourself? I mean, you're quick. Mm -hmm. What? What do you uh, like? Wait. What do you think your best qualities are? Uh, so first of all, I when I tried out for the MAL, so I know I'm smaller than others. Mm -hmm. I'm not. As mastering out them, so I just need to be quicker than them. Mm -hmm. That's what I can do, or yeah. only probably only thing I could do because I cannot get myself taller, or mm -hmm. I can be like other like super mastering players. Mm -hmm. So I just need to work on my quickness, hand, hands, and footwork all the time. I totally focused on that for like a couple of years. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was watching. I don't know if you posted them, but it's highlights from Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and you, you save the ball so casually. Um, yeah, I of, like. I, I'm probably good at catching. Yeah, you you catch it. That's exactly what it is. Like a sh an offside shot. A lot of goalies will like pop it and yeah, punch that hand. Yeah. yeah, and then the, it goes. You know, rebound. Mm -hmm. But you were actually like, like just a, catching it and like spinning. a wall ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you just casually catch yeah. it, and then you're able to do a quick outlet. Yeah. Is that something that you're like thinking about, or are oh, you? Oh yeah, always, always. Okay. So to differentiate myself mm -hmm. from others is, you know, Japanese goalies are really good too. But mm -hmm. I was, I was dreaming about playing in the world games too, and I want to beat every single team if I play against them. Uh huh. So to beat, it, it doesn't happen, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like to to play to, to beat Canada yeah, or Uruguay or yeah, USA, yeah. but if I not now, but in not time, now. hopefully, if I can make an impre uh, impression to you you guys or like do something mm -hmm. in the game is if I catch the shot, I can save. Like is that pop it up uh -huh. and quick. Uh, quick pass to the midfield to make fast break. Uh -huh. That may that might make the game more competitive, possibly. Yeah. That's how I wanna play in the game to play against the better guys or yeah. bigger guys. Well, you were in this highlight that I was watching. The other team was like you know Kyle Hartzell, Scott Ratliff. Uh, who else was there? Uh, uh, Brent Adams, Marcus yeah, yeah, MLL players, yes. and you were catching it casually and then like throwing it. Yeah. Um, it's tough to like you would catch it and spin your stick 
and then it would be ready to, to outlet it, whereas yes. most guys are, like, popping it. So, like, when I was watching your highlights, that was something that I was like, wow. You're, like, Thank you. you're, you're there so yeah. early that you can just casually catch yeah. it. So, you know what happened? was it, That game was, like, 7-10, uh -huh. and I think I made, like, tens of fast breaks and scored a couple from them. Uh -huh. It was, like, 16, no, 2015 or 16. And then after the year, we play against each other in Hawaii again. And they shot and then dropped as soon as they shot. Because oh. they knew what we do. Yeah. They had, they had the scouting report. And we got smoked. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, that's the way we can. We might, we might win. Yeah. If you, well, I mean, Less contact, uh, use our quickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including yeah. midis, attackmen. Yep, exactly. Having mo more space. Um, I want to help that. So the Hawaii tournament is one that you've been you go to that every year, right? And you've, Mostly, you've been going yeah. for a while. Yes, that's a a special one for a lot of Japanese lacrosse players, right? Like, because yeah. because a lot of American pros come, yes. and it's there's been so much. I don't know if it's there's just been so many people I know from Japan mm -hmm. or other countries that have become friends at that tournament. And it just feels like such an international tournament and that everyone's there to like make friends and have a good time. Yeah. That I don't know if any other tournament has that. I mean, I, people go to Prague, I think, for a box tournament. And I think that has that international yeah, camaraderie. Yeah, one college lacrosse team went to, not box tournament, I think, but like open European type uh -huh. of tournament a yep. couple of times, I think. But probably Hawaii is the most popular lacrosse tournament for Japanese because it's closer. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. It's just south of there I've been Lake as I said I've been Lake Tahoe too uh -huh. it's a good tournament too and uh, Bear Shootout uh -huh. I've never been Lake Placid though but I haven't seen any Japanese people besides except my friends uh -huh. I'm, I'm bringing yeah there so probably the Hawaii is most likely only one tournament Japanese people Japanese lacrosse players can watch the American lacrosse players yep ELE including a pros. Uh-huh. Yeah, and a lot of I mean I, every year that people go back I just yeah. see people reuniting that became friends at that tournament. Yes. Um here's a question. You're in the MLL, there's a new league, the PLL. Mm -hmm. What what are your thoughts on it in general? Like it, and what are what's the the feelings among MLL players about the new league and, you know, the how things are going to turn out? Uh, I don't know about any other players that could be, uh, playing in the game or big names, but for me, as a lacrosse fan first, it's a good thing to watch more games mm -hmm. every single weekend. Yeah. Sorry for Japanese, they cannot watch NBC from Japan though. Yeah. But they can watch more highlight and more like entertainment stuff. It's really good to fans, I'm pretty sure. And as a player, so I have a Japanese like, attack man on the Jap uh, Denver Outlaws right now, mm -hmm. uh, Kota Kurosima. Yeah. I think he he was in Hawaii a couple of times and played against you guys two years ago mm -hmm. in, in Kyoto. Yeah. So like he said, if the PLL uh, were not here right now, he didn't try. He had he didn't try out for the MLL because the spots are so full. Mm -hmm. So now I, I mean like more open spots for any every single lacrosse players from colleges or peop, uh, players from all, uh, from all over the world yeah so I think generally basically good thing yeah and I so like watching both games yeah like there's just more spots and yeah. more availability and 
do you think when do you think the next uh, Japanese player is going to be able to when do you think a Japanese player is going to play Division One in the United States and the ne- who, who's going to be the next guy to make a pro ra- I mean Toma is another Japanese player yeah he's a pro drinker yeah <laughs> <laughs> for people watching he's a Japanese face off man yeah who, he's very good yeah who he's played for the outlaws right he's, yeah uh, he's on the practice also whole year yeah. yeah so and he's really good I mean yeah, yeah he's we, so quick we've went over there for um, exhibition games with mm-hmm. American professionals and he's done well Yes. Same did. with uh, Kenori, right? Yeah, he, he, he is on the outlaws right now. Oh, he is too. Yeah, he is. Oh wow. Oh, so there, you guys have a little crew. So you paved the way for yeah. for <laughs> for others to come join. Well, that's good. Is that are are more and more um, players over there expressing the interest and in coming over to the United States? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, at clinics, pe- yeah. yeah, plenty of people have come up to me and said, "I, I want to go over to the United States mm-hmm. and play." Is that something that more people are doing, as like by the year? Hopefully, I don't know about next year, but uh, I, I really wanted Ken to try out for the MLL. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's someone who's he's definitely skilled enough to yeah. play in the he MLL. He said he he. He can, but he's too small. He said he's too small, like or whatever. But no, I he's met Joey Sankey. Joey Sankey's yeah. a perfect example of a a little guy who's not only good but like amazing. Yeah. So, and that the Japanese players love Joey Sankey. Yes. I think because because he's a smaller guy and yeah, the, he 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 is a good example for Asian guys. Yeah. Including the Japanese. Yeah, and he's he's like I said, he's. It's not just like Joey Sankey's getting by as a player. He's like one of the top guys, yes, and like yes. his highlights are some of the best to watch. He scores yeah. from like behind the net. I like watching him play. Yeah, he's funny when he comes to when when we he got so into the bath stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love the video. Yeah, and but he he would t- uh, one of the segments he would do at our clinics is low angle shooting. Mm-hmm. Like he would literally teach people how to shoot from a spot that they probably should never shoot at from unless they're no, Joey no, Sankey. No, no, in Japan. <laughs> Um, what was just oh, some pop? Oh, you you were saying I was like, would you ever play goalie in box lacrosse? I and tro- you said yeah. You <laughs> I told tried that a story. couple of times. Yeah, yeah, you know the kind of battle habit of mine, like trying to save any shots in any way. Uh-huh. So the shot was coming to all my oxic side here and trying to catch with my palm, <laughs> with my glove, cut my palm open. So you just tr- like, so for anyone that doesn't know what a box goalie does, he keeps the outside of his hand. Yeah, exposed. I didn't practice a lot, so I just trying to do what I can do. Yeah, so instead you, of the ass, I just try <laughs> to catch this because I used to play baseball. Yeah, so you just legitimately caught. Yeah, the I ball. wouldn't do that game. <laughs> <laughs> so we we talked about this last night, but you said there's no box lacrosse in Japan. Uh, not completely, no. They have a link we can use. Or they plug a couple of volunteer guys, like pick up, pick up, pick up type of lacrosse. Uh-huh. Uh, they put the schedule on the Facebook. If they want, they can just come pay some fees to use the link. Uh-huh. It's like once in a month. Yeah. So, do, would you like to see box lacrosse grow over there? Is that something? In Japan? That, yeah. Like yes, I would love to watch that. Yeah. And our players that play over there, um, would they like a place to play box, or is it more like? I mean, you said that Japanese lacrosse, they don't like as much contact and hitting, and box lacrosse is basically all yeah. contact and hitting. So is, are, 
for that reason are they not as into it or uh probably because of the lack of field mm -hmm. yeah so it's more about just it's not available yeah because uh we have a guy who played for i forgot the name of the team uh mm -hmm. we're in in vancouver uh do you know where Wesley Wesley Bug from? Uh, uh, start from A, the club team. Uh, Coquitla, uh, something. So he. I the, played up there. I should know. Uh, I um, one one Japanese player mm -hmm. played for that. Uh, I think junior A or senior B or senior A team this year. Uh -huh. And he probably he's the first like. Japanese lacrosse player who played box in Canada so seriously, uh -huh. and at the at that level. How did he do? Uh, I think he. Did, I I saw his video, but he and he did really good. Mm -hmm. So I, he said he wa he wants to bring box lacrosse knowledge to Japan and he want to grow it there. Mm -hmm. Still, yeah, but I the mean, field. Yeah, field space. Like the, even when, like when I was over in Japan and um, I was with Sachi, and she was, we went to. Um, for people listening, Sachi's a prof, uh, professional women's Japanese player who Play plays for their Australian national team. And part of what we did when we were over there the first time is going to the mayor of Kyoto's office, mm -hmm. like a city hall, yeah, yeah. if you will to try to secure field space yes um which felt important to me it felt like the most uh at least w one of the top most meaningful spreading the Great game ones. moments yeah. for me because it was like all right let's let's make this guy mm -hmm. like the sport and hopefully there's more field space because you always mention field space being yes always restricting on how much you can practice um but yeah i was just curious what the what the outlook on box lacrosse was over there I think I think Ken would be good at box too. He is. Yeah. He is. He is good at ev anything about lacrosse. Mm -hmm. Do you have any friends? This is entirely separate. That have tattoos. Tattoos? Mm -hmm. In Japan? Yeah. Probably no, except my old friends who are kind of yeah, like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I've said to you, yeah. I, I tried to get you to get a tattoo, and you you said no way. Uh. Probably, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, well, it's a, a if it's gonna make some people upset, you should just keep it reverent. As long as I'm in the United States, I'm fine. Okay, good. So maybe we'll get one later. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the reason that I ask is that in uh, Japan, like the hot springs, which mm -hmm. are an important part of the culture. Yes. You're not allowed we to have tattoos, it. and what's what's the reason for that? Uh, so tattoo. Is called irezumi in Japan, in Japanese. Irezumi. is kind of a symbol for criminals in the past, a like, couple hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. So once you become criminal, yeah. So I I don't remember the government kind of stuff put tattoo on their back mm -hmm. as a symbol, like yeah. to show others like he's a criminal. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. And then now, probably uh people know like what yakuza is japanese gangsters mm -hmm. they put tattoos on their back themselves as a symbol of yakuza yeah so the original i mean i've been told this but it was because they didn't want the yakuza's in the hot springs because it's threatening gotcha. for others yeah if they are there probably lots of japanese other other like citizens like regular citizens don't come to the hot spring 
Yeah, and the, I mean, it hits home with me because when you walk into these hot springs, for people who haven't been to Japan, they have signs that say, yeah. no tattoos. But your tattoos don't look like Yakuza. So. Well, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm... I think I told you before, like, ha, 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 like, just laughing. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's happy. That's what I tried to say, but I've been kicked out of two or three hot springs, yeah. like at the, the last hotel yeah, that we stayed at. Pretty much strict. Sorry. Yeah, well, no, I, I got away with it for four days, mm. and on the last day... Yeah. Someone came up to me and said, "You can't be in, in as reverent and polite mm-hmm. as possible." Still. Said, "Please, yeah, get Please out." Leave. So I disappeared <laughs> into the sauna, and they didn't bother me in mm-hmm. there. But then once they spotted me again, they kicked me out. And then two days later, or a few days later, I got kicked out of another one mm-hmm. in Hakone, which is like a the mecca yeah. of hot springs. Yeah, yeah, um, But I, I'm always wondering. They don't think I'm a criminal. It's more the tradition of it, which yeah. I respect. And you don't look at yakuza's. Yeah. You don't lo- even look like Japanese or Asian. <laughs> well, that's why I, I didn't. I thought that they would turn a blind eye for me if I'm yeah. a foreigner. Probably biased. But yeah, they they kicked me out twice, and I, I'm I was fine to go. It was I respect the tradition mm-hmm. of it, but it was just a little annoying because I I love the hot springs. They're so relaxing. Yeah. So what if I put like Ghibli's or ca- Japanese cartoon tattoo on my body? They still kick me out because it, it's for kids. The, wait. The <laughs> they put the Japanese cartoons, oh, cartoons, tattoo. Oh, and they still tattoo. kick them out. I do. I, I think they do. Yeah, you well. Know, I, I, even if I say like, it's for kids, it's fun, it's cute. Yeah, they exactly. They kick me out. Get out, buddy. Yeah. I think that what they should kick us out sooner for as Americans sometimes when we go there in large groups is the hot springs and the saunas are so silent mm-hmm. and contemplative and it's supposed to be relaxing but sometimes you go in there and i mean americans just get talking i mean myself included and we're, we're annoying people like they want their silence right so I, I think that should be you should get kicked out for that and not the <laughs> tattoos but in the elevator in the building office building they are silent too it's a huge difference I, anywhere in in the train too yeah, if you okay. talk to your body uh-huh. in your train, probably some classic type of people say, "Keep quiet." Yeah, well, that's I mean that's a di- the same topic, but I, I, not something that I thought about. But I did talk about uh, with like Jerry and my previous guests about how respectful it is. Like on the train, for mm-hmm. example, when we go on and we're a group of ten, you know, players there on a trip, excited Americans, we're just so loud. And in a way, it's like the more and more you go, the more and more you find yourself being yeah. kind of being like, shh, not don't talk, but maybe be a, a little quieter because you respect that part of the culture. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, and then what one tactic that we, we started to implement on the last trip was if we sensed ourselves being really, I don't know who, maybe someone else has done this before and we didn't make it up, but mm-hmm. someone in our group, I don't know who, if we were being really loud and like, you know, someone made a crash and we noticed, oh man, we're being American, someone would go, oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'd all start singing yeah. the Canadian national anthem as if we, you know, trying to act like yeah. we're not Americans. But when you go there in a group, it's the difference in culture is just so much that sometimes you need to take yeah. a step back and just like quiet down. Sometimes think about it. We have to think about it. Yeah. I'd Even me. Yeah, when you go back? Yeah, when I go back to Japan, I so I went to some 7-Elevens around uh-huh. my house. And usually, you know, in the United States, the employees are like, 
hey, how are you doing? Or mm-hmm. if we know each other, like we saw each, we, we saw each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I just uh, got back from the gym and mm-hmm. like something like that. And I talked to the Japanese guy at the 7-Eleven mm-hmm. in Japan. Like, so in Japanese, of course, I go, what's up? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what kind of a stranger talking to me in the 7-Eleven? <laughs> You know. it's, it's just the different those small yeah. differences you and need to every other like restaurant uh-huh. and even train we drank a little bit and talking kind of louder than usual yep and you know people seeing us as strangers yeah I mean that's that's a definite I mean people on a, if you're on a night on the town and yeah. you're going out with your friends here you're just you're just loud yeah. so for American players going over there it's you know, you want to take in the city and have a fun time, so yeah. it gets loud early. <laughs> so you kind of have to. I'm ha- fine with that, though. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you have a respect for both yeah. sides and a wisdom of both sides to where you can. They're doing what they can. They they want to do, yeah. and you know, they don't know everything about us. Yep. Yeah, so exactly. There should be culture differences. Yeah. And we should accept that because we have a we will have an Olympics. Yeah, and both both next year. In Japan. Yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. so you'll we should accept lot, that. You'll get a lot of loud people for that. Yeah, I don't want to be in Japan that time. Uh, yeah, hang out over here. But there, there's, you know, both sides have their benefit. Like you yeah. say, you like the f- more freedom of the culture here. Mm-hmm. But when I go and I sit in those saunas or Super I'm on a train yeah. trying to yeah. concentrate or read or nap, that, that's where like that that respectful, you know. So somewhere in the middle is like, don't be too loud. <laughs> don't be too loud, but you know. Y- we don't need it to be quiet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, that's a good approach. The middle ground between the two. So you just mentioned the Olympics, and uh, last night we were talking about the new rules that we mentioned earlier. Six or uh, six on six. Six on six, yes, including with a goalie. I think goalie. Yeah. And uh, how big is the field? Do you know? I had like seventy years or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, so a smaller field. Yeah, smaller field. And you and made yeah. again what? It is obvious once you say it to me like when I heard those rules I was like wow that's totally different I wasn't analyzing like okay who's going to be effective but you were saying the Canadians are going to I mean the Canadians play primarily box and they already won one of the last two of the outdoor game yeah. which is considered more of the American game and so I think they they got used to playing like short numbers like 6 on 6 5 on 5 ta- uh-huh. type of stuff yeah, and so they are really good at using small space yeah, so that's the point that you made, is on this smaller field, six-on-six, six, more fast-paced, yes. tighter quarters, the Canadians are going to dominate. Yeah, I probably shooting range is way smaller than uh, uh, field lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And as long as I know, I'm a, uh, people call me like crazy because I'm, <laughs> I love taking shots all the time uh-huh. in the, uh, the outlaws too. Uh-huh. And... So Canadian guys' shots are less predictable. Yeah, they're just harder. Yeah, they have lots of release point. They're freaking good at, very quite good at uh, shooting around the crease. Uh huh. Of course, the other Americans are also good. But, but the box it's game, kind of different. Yeah, the kind of box style shooting is super different. If you go play box as an American, you realize quickly that the same tricks don't yes. work. That you need to have an intention uh-huh. to where you're going to shoot and have multiple you need to fake the goalie out no. so it's always so impressive when you know a lot of times when you see an american shoot on a big net they weren't necessarily aiming or 
you know, they didn't have to make the goalie move. Mm -hmm. All they had to do was shoot where the goalie wasn't. But in box, you have to make the goalie. Yes, in smaller cage. Yeah, so so, um, when you watch, like, Mark Matthews, who's, if anyone, I mean, people know, he's a a pretty much. Even Japanese people know. Yeah, he's a legend (laughs) in the game, indoor and outdoor. But when you watch him play box lacrosse, I mean, his overall game's crazy good. But sometimes he'll shoot with such an interesting release point and such conviction with where he put it. He made the goalie move a little bit. I mean, there are plenty of players who do this, but yes. like he just has a particular style to his game that that's what a box that's what box does for you. Is it yes. allows you to shoot like Mark Matthews. So that's why Canadians are just able to Yeah. Because about the Olympic rules, the field is smaller, uh, shorter numbers, but the cage is the same as the field. Yeah. Okay, so So think about the playing box across yeah. with like a field lacrosse cage. They yeah. score all the time. Every single <laughs> time. Single You're going to get some bigger goalies. Yeah. How, how do you think the Japanese are going to do? Will, will they do better in that with, with that smaller field? Depends on how much contact they have. Mm-hmm. It's small. Oh, didn't you say, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. you, didn't you say there's new rules about less contact? Yeah, that's what I, I heard or read from Instagram. I got some information from social media. There is less contact. I don't I don't know how much less. Uh-huh. But if there is no such a contact we have in the league or in the CAA, Japanese could be good for offense. Yeah. Because they cannot get attacked. Uh-huh. But defensively, they cannot use their body like like girls across. Uh-huh. They can they they stand, then offensive guys are like super big American guy push. Uh-huh. Bulldogs, they gone. Yeah. Then they shoot hard and they score. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So I, mean, I don't. I would think that the. I don't know if they're gonna what the rules are on mm-hmm. contact in the Olympics, but I would you think on the smaller field. I'm trying to decide whether, having watched a lot of Japanese players play, whether they would do better on that or a bigger field. They they have such good stick skills. Yeah. That like. I would think that condensing the game would help Offensively, them. Offensively, as yeah. long as it's less contact, but, but, they do a really good job, I think. if it's less contact on D, can't they... Defend. So it depends on the goalie. We have to put the small wrestler in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's an interesting... That, like, which teams are going to do well in that new format is an interesting thing to think about. It's kind of annoying that, like, Japan and other anyone has worked so hard to develop strategies in a sport and has a rich history and then they just hey you want to put it in the olympics i'm sure they have reasons yeah important reasons why but i'm not a fan of changing the rules that drastically what do you think yeah it's just makes it too different yeah lacrosse is you know lacrosse is fun because contact Uh and you know more people and more space Uh transitions and like lots of kinds of uh, like plays, uh-huh. if, uh, if field is smaller, like less, less kind, less numbers of kinds of plays, mm-hmm. and no contact. Very no. Yeah, I'm out oh, too. I, I was like, what makes lacrosse fun without contact? Yeah, it's like the main part of it. Yeah, the main risk. part of it. Any contact sport. That's what. That's why I always give basketball a hard time because, if I want to decide who's the best athlete, I want some sort of violence right yeah that's why i like oh, ho- I, I say physical he, yeah well f- physical <laughs> physical I, I, some, I sometimes use the word violence 
Um, who? So you're on the Outlaws. Who's the hardest? Who's the best shooter? Is it Junior? Yeah. Actually, I told you before. So every single time he scores against any other goalies in the game, I was just thinking, like, thanks for proving I'm not the only one who can now <laughs> save his shots. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, you watch him, a lot of his shots, I mean, in particular the 10-goal the game he had yeah, against ago, New York. Yeah. The shots, the goalie didn't have the chance to save them. So it's not even like the release point. He just shoots it when the goalie's not even looking and it hits yeah. the top corner or just the goalie doesn't react because he's not ready for the shot. Uh, yeah, we realized after he put the, put, the, put the ball in the net. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is that like, would you rather play goalie against someone like that who's so tricky and who's uh, shots you might not pick up on the release point or like a big outside shooter that can shoot 110? Uh, it depends, but I hate, as a goalie, uh -huh. with, with respect, yeah. I hate the shooters with techniques or a different type of release points, like Tom Schreiber. Yeah, I mean, he's, he can shoot it in any which way. Yeah, with, he, he can do both, but... <laughs> with either hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I've said, he's, his... Just when you watch him finish a lot of these twisters and yeah. things that he's doing in the outdoor game with a lot of, like, incredible confidence, he's, you've noticed in the past, you know, three years or so from the box game, yeah. he went from being, like, a deadly technical shooter with both hands to now a guy who can, with both hands, do some of these more tricky shots yes. and behind-the-back passes. And, like, box has turned him from oh, he's probably the best player in the game to that's the best player yes. in the game, which is like he's a great example of what box lacrosse can do for you. Yeah. I just want to ask other goalies, how, how could you save his shot? <laughs> how could you try to save his shot? Yeah. You know, he scores from every single goal is in the league. Uh -huh. So there is no like, perfect answer. But, you know, I, I want to know. Some, at some point, I have to give up some shots uh -huh. because it's lacrosse. Yeah. It's like not like a 1-0 type of game. Uh -huh. But still, I, w I want to know answer. <laughs> Better I mean, answer. I wish I could learn how he shoots like yeah. that too, because uh, it would help. I could bait, but you know, uh -huh. if I bait, he scores I, where I didn't, I, I didn't bait. Yeah, yeah, like he's that good. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's somehow, in a way, so f in a kind of fundamental, like nothing... His moves don't look incredibly risky, but he, they also are. So he's yeah. like a guy who can do a lot of different stuff and at a high ch difficulty, mm -hmm. but he does it with, it looks so casual. Yeah. And it's just, I think, because he's had a arms. good coaching yeah, and a stick and, I mean, and glued his to his arms. hand for, <laughs> what uh, dudes he, does he have? Yeah, he, uh, uh, so Cora and I were shooting around with him this, uh -huh. I think this January or February or sometime mm -hmm. around there. And Cora, uh, we asked him like, what the, what the tip? you're shooting uh -huh. and he's like arms and we tried and we we both caught on a guy kind of got our elbow injured Wait, kind wh of. what were you doing we trying to do like him like, shooting. Oh, shoot like shooting him. Oh. I try, we trying to shoot like him and you tweaked something yeah kind of twisted my elbow yeah and, and you know, we talk caught and i talk okay this is not uh, like our thing <laughs> we cannot do this ever unless we are Thomas Schreiber. Yeah, well, he's been doing that flick of the wrist for yes. so long. Yeah, I guess he is he the uh, so J Junior might be like the trickiest, hardest yeah. to 
read the shot, but is he the best? Is Schreiber who you think is the best shooter in the game? Yeah, he, the m- most unpredictable. Uh huh. Yeah. I cannot see his stick. As long as I cannot see his stick, yeah. he can score everywhere. Yeah, a, a lot of the t- the uh, poles are really good at two pointers too yeah. these days. I mean. As you said, Newbold had a couple. Who's a guy on the Outlaws? Yeah, um, I think two the PLL, three, there's two been balls. a bunch. Yeah. And is it a, way harder to read a, a two from a pole? Yeah, because, you know, release point is different. Uh-huh. So we kind of goalies got used to taking shots from shorties. Uh-huh. So usually coming from like uh, six, seven feet high. But poles, if they do overhand, it's coming from like, a, 11, uh, yeah. like 11 <laughs> or somewhere, right? Yeah. And, you know, as as people say, sick has eyes. So from seven feet, they cannot see here this space above me. Uh-huh. But the poles, if they put the stick up, there's a bunch of space in my head, back head, and the pipe. Uh-huh. They can score here. Yeah. And also, like, it's kind of hard to keep tracking the stick because like the shorties, they're shooting around their body. Mm-hmm. So I have to take a position against around their body. Mm-hmm. But the poles, if they do side-handed, if I take a position against you, the ball is releasing right oh, there. Oh, yeah. So you have to actually play where the head of yeah, the stick is. Yeah, I have is, to think about it. I have to do it the last you minute. put myself here, oh. but if you do overhanded, it's coming from around your body. Oh. I'm not taking your position yeah. perfectly. So it's almost like you have to adjust slightly yeah, to whichever Yeah, I have to adjust, side. but it's pretty hard. Wow, again, something that once you say it, I'm like, of course, but I just yeah. that didn't pop into my head. And we just need to get used to it. Uh huh. Um, you you said you lo- I mean I've seen it firsthand. You love to get shots. <laughs> yeah. You've been you know. in here <laughs> in the cage and just taking yeah. shots and shots. And I'm no I matter get, how many I got to hit, I don't care. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And I'd get tired or I'd hit you with what looked painful, mm-hmm. and you would just want more and more. Do you think that's been a big reason why you've been successful? I think so. I'm uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I'm taking shots any more than any other goal is. Mm-hmm in the league in the practice right now because you know they have to they have to take care of themselves they cannot get injured mm-hmm. but i don't think i'm injured by taking shots right now because i know i'm because i'm probably mentally tough uh-huh yeah well that's mentally, mentally crazy I yeah say. i would say you got a screw loose yeah. is what they'd say <laughs> yeah i left some in my mom <laughs> when i was born <laughs> Yeah, probably that's why I got used to it because, you know, uh, the shooting skills are su- pretty much different from Japanese guys uh-huh. in the United States. So I just need to get used to it, and especially in the MLL because, you know, they have a bunch of different type of releasing point or uh, shots as way, like way faster. Uh-huh, yeah. And they're shooting higher than Japanese guys because they're basically taller. Yeah. And they have more skills. I just need to get used to it. And, you know, I still, you know, I cannot save every single shot. Uh-huh. So every single shot I gave up, I have to work on it to yeah. improve. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm kind of perfectionist. I don't want to give up any shot. I want to yeah. save it. There, I think there is still, a, there is one reason or any tip to save the shot I gave up. Uh-huh. I have, I love to think about it yeah. all, all the time. So if you you get someone to shoot on you that can score, you want them to shoot more and yeah. you want to learn I how to learn. save it. I want to figure out how to save it, even around the crease. 
Yeah, well, that's the only way that I was able to score on you is to get really <laughs> close to where most people should score. I'm, I, we can walk out together. <laughs> yeah, well, when I would shoot on yeah. you, I'd struggle from outside, as I do against most goalies, except that inflatable one that we have over there. He's, yeah. he's pretty predictable. <laughs> I know. He's um, not moving. Do you have – so before you came into the MLL, did you have like a – I mean, you said Jesse Schwartzman was, mm-hmm. a, was a favorite goalie of yours. Yeah. Um, so I guess that answers that question. But how about now? Who do you think's the top goalie? Uh, Other than you. Oh, that's a hard. That makes me harder. <laughs> think mm-hmm. about it. Uh, so I use. I love John Galway too. Mm-hmm. He's he's, I'm 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 gonna do like his style. Because, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, basically American goalies like uh like take wider 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 stance and mm-hmm. do like jump in or dive into the, uh, the shot to stop the ball. But John Galloway and uh, Kyle Barnlow, mm-hmm. they're like more like relaxed and use their quickness to save, save the shot. Yeah. It's more, for me, more like natural. And ah, that's, that's what uh, probably Japanese players can do because we, we are not that big. Uh-huh. We have to do the different thing. Yeah. Like I did. So John Galloway, I, I've, I was watching John, John Galloway's highlight like th- thousands of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, that that makes sense too. And they'll make different types of saves where they're, and Drew Adams makes some of these too, where yeah. he's like more reactive. Yeah, reactive, relaxed. Yeah, and it's like uh, the quickness factor yes. as opposed to like that, that uh, regimented like punch or fundamental. Yes, yes, yes. Is that a general difference between U.S. goalies and Japanese goalies. So Japanese goalies more like reactive. And uh, Japanese goalies should more should be more reactive. Mm-hmm. You know, they watch American goalies stuff, even though they're way bigger than them, or they they are more masculine than them. Uh-huh. They have more power, more muscle. Yeah. And if Japanese goalies who are like five ten and like my size, trying to do like Scott Rogers, his uh-huh. style, you know. He covers the goal because he's <laughs> yeah. big. Yeah, and you know he is, he's super muscular. He has more super mus- mu- uh, He has super muscle. Uh huh. And if I try to be like him, I cannot do it. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm so, not, yeah. Just you, your style needs yeah. to be more of quickness and. So as I said, a good thing is Japanese people are watching the old, more, uh, lots of YouTube videos or footages on the social media, uh-huh. but they have to pick the right one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that fits their style. Yeah. If Ken is trying to be a John Grant Jr., that wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken needs to be more of a Mikey Powell. Yeah. Um, which you you were actually telling a story last night that, um, I don't know how it came up, but you went to a clinic with the Powells or a camp? Oh, yeah, 2003, I think. Yeah, and you were saying that Mike Powell did something with his stick where he... Yeah, I still don't know what he did. Like he <laughs> si- he shoot side handed and he stopped the stick eventually, you uh-huh. know, ar- around his body. And you know, if it's fake, I can see the the back of the mesh. Mm-hmm. For me, like a mesh ball and the stick. Mm-hmm. But I saw the ball in the stick and facing to me. Uh, I was like, how did he do this? And he shot. He started shooting again and the score. Uh huh. So it was only it was like a, a de- it was it was like a delay in his shot. Yeah, he just literally it. stopped in the middle of shooting. 
Well, I told you last night yeah. when I, I went on a little trip with him back when um, I was working with Easton Lacrosse, RIP, and uh, he was also sponsored by them, as was his brother Casey and mm -hmm. uh, Brett Queener. We had a, that was our crew of athletes, and uh, same thing. I went on the trip, and I've always had a pretty good stick. I'm always messing around with it, and he did a few things that were casual for him but that I would be like, whoa, what did you just do? Do it again. And the one that comes to mind is the where you throw yeah. it and the stick comes around your shoulder and then you catch mm -hmm. it too, and around the world, but you let go of the stick. Yeah. And him and his brother Ryan were doing that and it looked like they'd been doing it for years, but I'd never seen it. So that was, a, the same thing happened to me where they did something with their stick that I, I literally didn't, know, I've never seen it. So, but then I picked up on mm -hmm. it and I copied some of it and it was like being around them is like you learn things without yeah. having to ask questions. You just watch what they do with their sticks and I, we, we got to get an answer on this pause this fake. One, so. Yeah, in the future, I want to know what he did. <laughs> yeah, if maybe we can send him a message and yeah. he can. Um, so we've done like a exhibition games with you know, groups of MLL and professional players over in Japan. Yeah. And hopefully they do that again, whether it be MLL, PLL, any professional lacrosse. Mm -hmm. Do you think people will come out to watch um, games? Because I've been impressed by how many people, like, come to the games there and our fans and the oohs and ahs from the crowd and how engaged they are in the game um, are all – well, here's a different question, but are, are all Japanese sporting events, are the fans that engaged, like is it like that into it, and everyone's, it's almost like they're quieter and focused, and they make reaction noises mm -hmm. because they're all watching, you know, they're not t texting or, you know, cheersing with their buddy, they're really focused on the game, is that most Japanese sporting events? It depends, but I went to some soccer, Japanese national team soccer games, or I... Uh, like usual professional baseball games, but they are super loud. They got so into the game. The fans some are some people are like using the te texting, or some people are quiet. But basically, they're they're that loud. Uh huh. Yeah. And do you think so? As long as they are mates. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think the uh, a professional game? I mean, I've played in a few over there. The exhibition matches. Mm -hmm. Do you think if Tokyo had a team? I mean, this is. It would be hard to do yeah. logistically, but just theoretically, would there would they be able to develop a lot of fans? I think at, so. And they would need you're saying they'd want the stadium to be in the city. Except the stadium issue. Yeah. I think we can do it. So it would be hard to get a stadium. Yeah. For that. I have to win the Powerball to build a <laughs> <laughs> build a stadium around Tokyo, not in Tokyo. It's quite expensive. Yeah, need some investors or something like that. Well, hopefully that game happens again. Usually it's in mid uh, November. November. So, do you know? Do you have any info on it? Is it happening? No, really. It's just hard. It's mid November, and they're doing it again. Mm -hmm. So we had WPAL team last year playing against Japanese girls, and it was a very great game. It was. I mean, that I like they're winning, and the Japanese winning, and eventually, like. Uh, Japanese girl team down by one or two, uh -huh. but they were about to win. No, I, I, I'm, it's coming back to me yeah. now, and I specifically remember that one attackman. Is she number seven or a uh, lefty? Yeah, 
she's really good yeah. on the Japanese. She's like a Japanese Canadian style. He, yeah, yeah, and really quick and yes. fast. Yeah, I remember that. And do you remember the goalie, the lefty goalie? I think, I think she stops a lot of shots. Did she agree. play well? Yes. Yeah, I mean that they came really close to beating yes. the WPLL team. What are, so what? What's the women's lacrosse scene like in in Japan? Is it far smaller than the men's scene, or is I it? I think more popular than men's league. I think more players. They oh, have more really? players. They have junior high school teams. More uh -huh. more junior high school team than uh, men's men junior high school teams than high school too. They have their own junior high school lacrosse league in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they have like. 30s, 50, uh, 30, 40, 50s girls, high school lacrosse teams in whole Japan. Yeah, so the men have to, they gotta get on that. Gotta, yeah. So, what can you do, and what can, I mean, if, in terms of spreading the sport among youth there, I know that you, I mean, I've been to schools with you where you gave speeches and talked about your mm -hmm. journey, but is anyone doing like, youth clinics and things like that because yeah. I've done clinics and helped out but it's mm -hmm. been mainly college players I know some some of my friends they're mm -hmm. they're owning their youth their own youth program like club team stuff mm -hmm. and I went to one I think it's a that uh, that was elementary school mm -hmm. it's a private one so I think one teacher or boss lots of parents of the kids mm -hmm. at the school at the elementary school used to play lacrosse. So they asked me to come coach them, and I coached like 30, 40 kids there. Mm -hmm. So that's so you're actually, you're doing stuff on the ground. Yeah, and I'm just up. helping. They're, they're owning, they're, they're running their own program, uh -huh. and just help, just yeah. help them a couple of times. Showing up, yeah. are, are those programs popping up more and more, Yeah, probably hopefully? 10 youth programs in Tokyo, uh -huh. I think. What what is your uh, general message when you go to? I mean, you're someone who is from Japan and now won an MLL championship. Do you like? What's your message? I, I actually sat. I was there when you gave a speech to. Oh yeah, the school, the, but the it was one in I hate, Japanese. I hate your classes. So, well, I, I didn't know what you were saying, but because it was in Japanese. Oh. But like, what's the general message that you're telling kids? Uh, so I said I was not a good student there because I hate I hated studying. Uh -huh. That's why. I, my English skill was not good when I came to the United States. Uh -huh. But, you know, the school is kind of the places uh, we can get lots of options. Uh -huh. like someone might be good at math or English or any other language or mm -hmm. history or whatever. Uh, someone is good at science, they can be a scientist. Uh -huh. uh, if someone is good at uh, playing soccer, any other sports than lacrosse, so they probably gonna be a professional soccer player, baseball player, whatever. And I just met, uh, I, I, met the lacrosse, I met lacrosse and I got so good at it. Not good, I, I got so into it and loved uh -huh. it. I loved it. And yeah. that makes my life so better. Mm. I made lots of friends in the United States, including you guys, that's uh -huh. what I said there. And uh -huh. I can get this kind of opportunity to talk to other people about mm. my life or what I'm thinking. Then I told them, I hope they find at least one thing they can, they can so love or they can so get into it. Yeah, that's and a good message. Yeah, <laughs> and also they don't, uh, please respect others who chose the different ones. Like if, mm. if I, so if I were a guy who picks a 
pigs playing soccer, uh -huh. and I, I, made, I make really good friends, but sometimes they are like people who are not good at sports, uh -huh. they kind of look down to them. Yeah. Like, oh, they are nerds or something. I don't like it, because you know, you are the guy who is good at playing soccer or any sports. Yeah. And they're, they might be really good at a video game or math or science or whatever. So, you know, they're all the same. They just pick the, the different thing yeah. in the, on the field or in the classroom or in the lab or whatever. Yeah. So they, just need, they just need to respect others. Yeah. Well, that's a good message. I wish I could have had a translator. <laughs> I think a lot. you had a translator there. No, I wasn't near him, though. I oh, yeah. You, you went to the different school. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I think I was. I don't know if I was there with you, but I, regardless, that, yeah. that's a good message for the kids. I was there. You were there. Whether you're, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Whether you're playing lacrosse or otherwise, right? Yeah. It's like to think because you're really good at one thing. You, if you really want to be really great at one thing, you're, you, it usually makes you be not as good at other things, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. for me, if I want to go and, you know, make a film, then I need to get really good at that. And as I'm getting better, guess what? I'm getting worse at lacrosse. Yeah. So it's like to think that because you're good at something, you're at all above someone who's good at something else mm -hmm. is just not the way to go about life. And you can't really be good at everything, so it's a waste of time. Yeah. So true. if you're going to be judgmental, then... Sometimes. Yeah. Um, and... In the MLL, like I know you've made a lot of friends, and do, is that um, do you love? I think we touched on it last night, but you love, do you love hanging out with the guys and like going to different cities? Like some people, the travel can be, oh, I gotta go here. I always like the travel, and I always it was like an escape. Like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm off for the weekend. Um, this is what I'm gonna be doing with my friends for a job. Mm -hmm. um, do you like that? Do you, or is that something that you get tired of the travel? Uh, no, really. I, probably, I'm, I'm probably same as you. Yeah, you you appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I was always. I don't know. Some people don't like hotels, or I, I love staying in a hotel because it's same. like all right, so gonna, the air conditioning is going to be on. Yeah. I have an excuse to not be bothered. I can take a nap if I want. And yeah. There's a meal at a certain time that's gonna be paid for <laughs> yeah that's why you didn't cross your uh, couch last night <laughs> he, yeah okay yeah, yeah I, I i really appreciate it but you know i'm kind of the person i sometimes need to be alone and think about everything yeah, especially today because i was super nervous last night <laughs> I, I was I'm, i was going to be asked <laughs> I wait just you were nervous to, about what uh what what i get asked here oh here yeah. now i you know you got so i to have to about. concentrate to get some money back in as a casino and <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm the same way in fact that can be if you're someone who likes to spend time alone it depends it depends it, it depends, yeah, yeah like some people i'm i, I like to do that but yeah. some people want to be together more or they think you know, you're being unfriendly, but you just like to spend time alone. So yeah. you were sometimes you yeah. didn't want to sleep on my couch because you wanted to be alone, and because my house doesn't have a blackjack table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot get money from you, and you just moved in. So yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, if you took the house for all it was worth, you'd be in debt. I have a negative net worth. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you have any any questions that you have for me? I mean, <laughs> what kind of questions are there? Others ask you. No one's really asked me questions yet, but um, actually, someone hit me with a question. But I feel like sometimes I ramble, and it's always me asking, <laughs> asking, asking, and then that's fine. I don't leave any space for the person to ask questions back. 
Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so we talked about this a little bit last night, but yeah, I want you to play for the Steelers. Uh huh. Oh, you want me to play for the Steelers? Yeah, with me. I've I've hung out with fun. guys on the Steelers. At the time, I'd be back to Japan and playing with, playing with you. I'd love to come over for a game or two. I don't know if I could do the full move, but I'd love to come over to play or 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 coach. Because, like I said, no, you as, I've, play. <laughs> as I've gotten into other things, my lacrosse skill has gone down. But if you need a crease finisher that doesn't do have to move it. a lot, I can do that. Like if I could just catch passes. You don't need to dodge. Uh, other youngers, yeah, uh, we call them soldiers. <laughs> they dodge and they feed for you. They feed and the you just veterans. finish every single shot wow, you catch. Wow, that's an amazing way to put it. Yeah, you just need to be increased. Yeah, all the time. That's amazing. It's also a good way to make them feel better. You know. Really, it's because I'm not in shape to run. But when you're like, you're the soldier, you got this. Yeah. It kind of takes the blame off me, and I can just finish on the crease. Yeah, good thing is, if you when you play in Japan, how old are how old are you? 29. 29. So it's gonna be like around 30. Uh-huh. So we have a bunch of guys who just graduated from school, and it's Japanese traditional. So you're older, so you mean greater. Yeah. So you're greater, go. just okay. okay Youngers, go dodge. Feed yeah. me. That's it. I score. Perfect. That's yeah. actually what I yeah. did in the MLL without <laughs> saying soldiers feed me. Um, <laughs> actually, people listening might want to know what, what what's your favorite restaurant and bar in Tokyo? I mean, Tokyo is massive, but do you have like a favorite? Because oh my, I'm not that rich, so I didn't go to like any fancy restaurant there. I love kind of like Japanese traditional classic kind of like a dirty uh-huh oh yeah bars there Dive i think you bar. yeah yeah uh the one we went together was uh in shinjuku golden guy yeah that champion place, yeah oh that place is amazing that was fun yeah it's a small little it's like in an alleyway yeah i think karaoke. there was no chair there and the karaoke there and some like just some drunkards sung really good <laughs> there's one guy named james who's mm-hmm. always in there he was he's, at that time? He's a local. I have video. I think he, not not uh, this past time, but the time before uh-huh. that. And he's really good at karaoke. And I think the first time I was like, wow, this guy's awesome. You know, let's get him a drink. And then I realized he's been there every time. Uh-huh. And he's just a legend. <laughs> so I always get him a drink. I think I was uh, the Bucklets Bo- Brothers. And I remember that, you know, we, were, we went there and we were talking. Like, we can do karaoke that stuff. Mm-hmm. And okay, we're going to sing. And after we saw a guy who is singing really good at it, they're like, I don't want to sing here. So that's... <laughs> He's really good. But that's <laughs> true. On average, I mean, karaoke is so big over there, yeah. but pe- people have really good voices and they're really good at imitating songs and it sounds good. Yeah. Like Sachi always does uh, Gaga, the Lady Gaga song. Uh-huh. R- Bad Romance, yeah. is that what it is? I that. And she's, it sounds like Lady Gaga. So it can be intimidating as you know someone who's not doesn't have a good voice mm-hmm. and doesn't do karaoke to get on the mic. I mean, I've avoided the mic. Yeah, and we went to the private karaoke room together. Yeah, and then there's more pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you remember what I sang? A whole new world. A whole new. Yeah, with with two voices. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Did you, I feel like you did Red Hot Chili Peppers. Someone did Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's but it's probably just, one of the booklets. It's so impressive. Yeah, I think you're right. It's so impressive just that th- you know all the lyrics, too. It's like you know the lyrics and yeah. you know the tone that it's sung in. Did, is that just because you've been to karaoke so many times? 
Yeah, but most likely I got drunk though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just get more. So confident. it depends on my. So my boss, mm-hmm. my former boss at the the second comp uh, the company I worked after Johnson Johnson, mm-hmm. he really really liked karaoke. Mm-hmm. So as I said, he asked me to go to karaoke. Mm-hmm. I gotta be there, and I gotta make them fun, happy. So. So you gotta be good. Uh, not good or fun. Funny. Yeah, you just funny. need to like. Yeah. Do have, something funny. Yeah, have some drinks yeah. and just. I'm be, not good at thinking, but you're pretty good. No, really. you're better than me. This the bar. If you want to talk about the bar's low for sushi here, the bar's really high for karaoke skill there. Maybe from experience, oh. I know it's been intimidating. Um, all right, well, just wrapping things up here. Yeah. What What do you plan? And I know you're moving to Portland. You want to keep playing? Yeah. I want to walk out in the off season, uh, do what I can do. Mm-hmm. And so, are you, like when you start your job, you're going to be training on the sides. Still. Yeah. Do you know anyone in Portland who's going to shoot on you? I mean, Peter Bombs from Portland, right? It's. I don't but think he's, he's in Los Angeles right now, right? Oh, really? I, I think I, he's I think he... he's UCLA Law School. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I know that he lived. Uh, a friend of mine is a close friend of his, and they nice. lived in New York. Mm-hmm. But I know a couple be, of guys in good Seattle. Guy, good guy. Oh yeah, Seattle's close. Yeah. How far is it? A couple uh, hours. Three hours by driving. So you can go. I can drive. Who, who, does Drew Snyder live there? Yeah, Drew Snyder, Eli, Goldblatt, uh, Paul for the Outlaws, and uh, Rex Door. He's also Paul for the Outlaws, and oh, so Drew's got, younger brother too. Yeah. So you got guys who can. Yeah. A three hours drive is nothing. Yeah, I mean you're insane. So you're. Yeah, I'm driving back to Portland myself. Yeah, you're gonna do it, and you're gonna see a thousand shots. Yeah. They're gonna quit before you do. I know how it works. And probably come and visit you a couple of times. Yeah, I mean you're always welcome here. And even though you'd rather stay at the casino, um, next time I gotta go with you. Yeah, next time I gotta bring my gears here. He bring what? Bring my goalie gear here. Oh my, yeah, my equipment. And we could, yeah, we could do some shooting. Uh, did I t- tell you the story? On Which Sunday, one? my flight was. 6:55, and I woke up for 5:40. Five. Oh, she woke up like an hour before the flight. Oh, yeah, and I already paid for checking back, but I left everything. That's why I don't have shirts in my backpack. I bought some here. Oh, so you just forgot? Didn't got, bring yeah, your luggage? Got the got the backpack. Did you have your lacrosse? You were gonna bring your lacrosse stuff? I was going to. I was going to until I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And, and then, the walk up, I gave everything up. Yeah, it was just you didn't have enough time. I, no, t- no time to yeah. check in. And Cross that off the agenda. So all you have to do is podcast and yeah, blackjack. Yeah, podcast and blackjack. <laughs> and then dinner. And chill on the beach. Yeah. That's, that's what good, I needed. That's a good agenda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice break because you're yeah. in the season right now. Um, well, yeah, to f- more fully wrap things up, it's just from my point of view been like super impressive to watch like I said watch you go from just coming over here hashtag be an MLL pro (laughs) become an MLL pro championship so I think for people listening my thought is that like you're a really good example of like the potential of the game to grow if someone like really well Mm -hmm. you are and like you said more people from Japan are interested in doing that and hopefully the sport grows and people get paid a little bit more and it's it'll become an even more viable yeah I, option i hope kind of uh like lacrosse coaches in japan can uh-huh. get paid because it's usually uh volunteers yeah and the some of the club teams don't have coaches right no yeah they don't some, some of them don't have there's like 
there'll be like three or four managers, but yeah, no coach. Managers uh, as train trainers. Yeah, trainers. Yeah. They don't manage. All um, you said last night that you were good at math. Were you joking? Or are you actually good at math? Were you just saying because like you're maybe, Asian? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Depends. Depends how difficult. Uh, how, how, how well do you read English? No, really. I. I don't like to read, but okay. It's so about, this, it, it's I, about I, knew, I knew that this was gonna backfire. Yeah. If it's so about lacrosse, I can read more. It's not. It's actually probably. So this morning I was biking here. And you wanted me to fall asleep in a minute. He, yeah, you can throw this out when I give it to you. Um, <laughs> I was biking here and I realized I didn't get a book, mm-hmm. and I turned around and went to Barnes and Noble and spent like 45 minutes looking at books. And then after I bought this, I realized I don't even know how what if you like to read, um, if you read English well. And this is a book on Albert Einstein, <laughs> his biography. And you said you liked math, and then I I was like, all right, well I'll get him the Einstein biography. But wait, his math is in a different level. Exactly. <laughs> But this isn't this isn't de- this doesn't oh, detail his yeah, math. Okay. It details. I think just his life and how he discovered. Gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one. No, nah, I think maybe we'll. So I already own that book at my house, mm-hmm. which is was devastating when I went. I was like, I should have just remembered this. Yeah. But was I, it fun to read? I haven't read it yet. Okay. I have a used copy of my house that I, at my house that I have to read, but maybe what we'll do is, I'll uh, cancel or no, I'll return that and then order you a Japanese version of that. No worries, no worries. It's, I, w- I want to we'll s- I want to improve my English skills too. Uh, yeah, but I don't want it to be too challenging, and I don't want you to have to suffer. Depends through Depends on how, what kind of like language. Yeah, there's going <laughs> to language I mean, rebel. Yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be some some high language in there. So yeah, we'll, I, like academic language. You could start to read it. Let me know if it's too challenging, and then we'll order a. No worries. I ha- we have a Google. A Japanese one. We have a Google. Oh yeah, you can. Well, yeah, you could get all the information from that off of Google. Yeah. <laughs> If I gave this up, that means I, I would lose against you. Okay. Well, I, knowing, I I knowing how perseverant and how hard you go, I have no doubt that you could read that. I'm not putting any it pressure. It takes on. one month. I'm not putting any pressure on, and I will order you the Japanese version.